You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, good friends, and welcome to another episode of the 10,000 Lights Podcast. I'm Kyle Radke. I'm here with Julian Andrews. Julian, how are the beans? They're they're good. I haven't finished cooking them yet. Um, We were a little bit delayed starting the podcast because I had to bring some beans to a boil, but um, they are boiling, and then they have been reduced to a simmer, and they're simmering for an hour. So um, we'll see. When you first told me that, I thought that was like, corporate america talk for like no some some sort of thing Something. Like, gotta bring the old beans to the boil yeah you don't you don't want to be working for the company when i bring the beans to, to no the get out like, watch out yep go home uh hey before we get into the podcast today uh we want to thank our good friends at DraftKings for the sponsor football is right around the corner get in on the action with DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl and with the nfl returning DraftKings is giving it two Sorry, it's not just giving two new customers. It's giving <laughs> customers $200 in free bets instantly when you bet on a $1 morning football game. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code TBPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game and get a free shot at a million-dollar top prize with your first deposit. That's promo code TBPN for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL must be 21 years or older. New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer's restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for more details. Imagine if they were just giving it to two people. Yeah. Run. Do it's it giving now. Giving two new customers $100. That's it. Yeah. Uh, thanks for you our wanna, good friends. You want to be one of those too? You do. Um And then we want to thank our good friends at Three Star Sports Cards. We'll get into their segment in a little bit later. But um, threestarsportscards.com, and then their offices are in um, Bloomington and Little Canada. Uh, I was there again last week. I picked up a Justin Herbert uh, Mosaic Pink PSA 10. Nice. um, Which is going for around like $250, $300. And then I picked up a Maya Moore Prism Autograph. I was hoping for a 9 or 10, and I ended up with an 8. Um. But just, I, I, I'm going to actually look at the pop report for that because I'm guessing it's probably the only one graded. So, um, 
that that's going right in the old personal collection. Nice. But um, but yeah, go uh, go check them out for for any sports cards needs that you have. They've been great for us. Um, all right, Julian, we don't really have the like basketball news hasn't been crazy. There has been one move. There's been like one free agent domino to fall. Mm-hmm. We wanted him kind of on the Timberwolves. Maybe um, he will not be on the Timberwolves. Um, last uh, Thursday, maybe it was Friday. I think so. Uh, yeah. Woj um, tweeted out that um, Lori Markinen is um, signing in, in a sign and trade deal with Cleveland. Um, so Cleveland acquired Lori Markinen. Um, Portland's also in that trade. The Bulls got Derek Jones and Portland's lottery protected first round pick. And then the Cavaliers um, or Portland gets Larry Nance Jr. So Larry Nance from Cleveland to Portland. Portland gives Derek Jones a lottery protected first and a second round pick. And then Cleveland gets Lori Markinen. Um, no Wolves, which seemed right after the moves that they made. Um, yeah. When we were when we were kind of hoping that Markinen might end up in Minnesota, I think it was like before the Prince move and everything. But um, I guess what are your initial thoughts on um, Markinen to the Cavs? Um, I kind of like this deal for every team, honestly. Um, Markinen to the Cavs is kind of weird to me just because they have Mobley and Jared Allen. So now they have a lot invested in bigs in their front court. But like with that contract, like none of those guys can't be moved. So at least you get him in the building. You see what you have. Like if if Markkinen kind of turns it around and ends up being really good, then that's a great deal for him. And if not, you know, he's still not that much money. So it's like, I think this is a pretty good move. Pretty good move for the Cavs. I, I want, if I were Jared Allen or especially if I was Mobley, I'd be kind of like, okay. What are we doing? Like, why are we bringing in more bigs right now? And the whole thing was that those two were supposed to kind of play together at four and the five. Cause I mean, Markkinen's not playing the three. So I, I like, I kind of think marketing off the bench makes sense for them. Um, yeah. Playing like a big, big off the bench. Yeah. So explore. that could be kind of fun. I do kind of wonder why the wolves didn't get in on Larry Nance jr. If the price was only a, a protected, protected pick, pick and like yeah. a guy who didn't really play last year. So, you know, but I mean, good on the blazers. I think he'll fit in well there. And then um, Chicago, I don't know what you're going to really get. It's kind I mean, of good to the fact that you're anything. able to get up. I mean, the, the nice thing with Chicago is like they gave up, they've given up like two or three first round picks over the last two yep. years with like the Vucevic trade um, and then DeMar DeRozan. So the fact that you're able to just get like one of those picks back for a player, yeah. you for a player that you didn't really want anyways. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be a very good pick. Cause it's, I think it's lottery protected for like a, a long time and then it becomes two seconds. So it's never going to be a lottery pick, but at the same time, like that's a really movable asset. Like if you need to, yeah, you can flip that pick, you can attach it to somebody like, yeah, that's, it's good to have. Yeah. No, I mean like in marketing, like, I mean with, with him playing like four or five, like he's not going to play the three. Um, like, unless like they're in some sort of like weird, weird lineup. But like, I mean, when I look at those deals, I look at like marketing and I see Mobley and I'm like, okay, that's good. But then I look at that Jared Allen deal and I forget that it was like the five year, hundred million dollar deal. Um, and like, I don't know about that. Like, I mean, we're yeah. seeing it right now in Indiana. Like they've been trying to get rid of miles Turner forever. It'll um, be interesting if that ends up being the worst deal, you know, yeah. cause cause Jared Allen's a good player. I think there are a lot he of is. teams who, who would have given him that contract. I just think that we've seen like big men that get paid a lot. Like it's just hard. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, even, I mean, we talk about like Rudy Gobert and he's like the best defensive center we've had in like 10 years. And it's still like, oh, well, would you rather 
like not have them and just have that cap room yeah. to go sign somebody else. Like you're in, like you're, you're right. in a weird position. Um, the marketing deal, um, it is a uh, four year, $67 million deal. So That's about six, six, yeah, 16.8 million. I think when we were talking about the Timberwolves, people were saying, well, no, we don't want him because he wants four years, a hundred million. Sure. Like for 25 million, you don't want him, but like for 16, 8 million per. And then I think in the final year, I read that only 6 million of it is guaranteed. So if he ends up just like sucking, he doesn't um, have to do much to make that contract decent. Exactly. And like what you just talked about, like if all of a sudden, you know, marketing is lighting it up. Right. And you're like, well, he's playing really well, but we still need to find minutes for Mobley or Allen and you know, whatever it is, like even a car, a Coro off the bench who was mm-hmm. the fifth pick last year. Like you could be like, Hey, like contender team, like we'll, throwing marketing in a trade for he's making 16.8 million, you know, like when you think about it like that, yeah. it's like, okay. Um, Cause I mean, that's right around like what Ruby, like, I, I don't know. I, I think it's a good deal. Like I think marketing yeah. uh, for like weird team for him to land on, but for what you gave up and like what you signed for him, um, not horrible because it, it seemed like the, the Nance thing maybe wasn't going to work out either. And the Cavs um, might be all right. Like they, they might not suck. You know, I mean, I, I think we're kind of assuming that the Cavs are still like in full rebuild mode, but you could see them pushing for a play in game in the East. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, I mean, we talked on the last episode about how Colin Sexton's good. Darius Garland seems like he's going to be good. Like these bigs are decent. Like, I don't know. So I, I kind of like what they're doing. You, if you have an opportunity to kind of get, low priced buy low assets that are still like young guys you do it yeah no i think i think you're right like just get the talent figured out later um yeah yeah i don't i don't hate that move for for really either team and um i think national media really likes it for portland i think they think that that i mean not like the move that's going to make damian lillard be like i want to stay here forever yeah but like a move in the right direction it just fills a lot of holes for them yeah. It's just yeah. like a defensive guy, a hustle guy. Like it's just like, yeah, a lot of different ways you can imagine him working with that roster. Now let's get to the three-star sports card card corner, which of course is sponsored by three-star sports cards. Um, let's look at Markin in here because he's an interesting guy who um, he was the seventh overall pick initially by the wolves. And he was part of that Jimmy Butler trade. Um, and like his first two years, he like was really, really good. And I think everybody was like, Oh, maybe he's like Dirk Nowitzki light. And then for whatever reason, he just like fell out of favor last, the last two years in Chicago. We went over his stats mm-hmm. like two weeks ago. Um, I mean, he's not a good defender and he cannot rebound, which are two things you'd like from a big. But like his efficiency numbers have improved. Um, you know, his per 30, 36 minutes have improved. So um, like there's, there is optimism with him like as an offensive player. Um, let's look at his Prism PSA 10. So, I mean, th- there's a couple of thoughts here. One is that it really helps the card market when literally everybody's talking about you because you're the only free agent left. So um, starting on, this is actually pretty funny. So his card was as low as PSA 10 prison was as low as about $31 back on um, July 17th. Um, and then honestly, right when free agency picked up, it bolted up to 60 um, and then it kind of ebbed and flowed and kind of got down to like the mid forties. And now we're back at like 62 right after he signed with Cleveland. So um, my guess is it's going to go back down. So if I have this card, which I don't, um, I'm probably like trying to sell it at 60. That's so weird. But yeah, I mean. Like were um, people worried he was just going to get cut? Because like Cleveland's not a good fit for him. No, I think 
like, are you saying why it dipped again? Yeah. I think we just forgot about him. Like, oh, I think that yeah. there was so much talk about marketing and like where he'd go. Um, yeah. And then I think that there was like a, probably like a week or two stretch where it was like, well, we haven't heard anything on the Lori marketing front. Um, and then of course it happens on the 27th and you see a, a nice, you know, $15 mm-hmm. boost, um, which again, I don't know if that's sustainable. I'm guessing it'll go back down to $45 or 40 or yeah, so, yeah. but um, yeah, interesting. The average price $47. Um, but yeah, since the initial move, it's we've seen like a 24 dollar bump in the last um three months so um interesting um certainly a guy i don't know again i don't i don't think i would target lower marketing cards but again if you have them like this is probably the time to sell um and you're probably running out of time because i think the longer because i mean honestly the next guy is going to be simmons simmons is going to see a huge bump in his cards simply because we're going to get closer to the season and people are going to speculate on trades and then he's going to get traded and then his cards are going to boost because we're all going to talk about what he can bring a new team and then we'll kind of forget about him. Um, and then the playoffs will happen and then that'll be the test. Right. So yeah, um, yeah, we'll see those reports. Those reports just won't go away. They won't, they won't. Um, and Minnesota still in the hunt. It seems. For, yeah. It for seems some. like it's funny. All the reports this year, like, so Minnesota still really wants him, but they can't offer what Philly wants. Yeah. Which means that Philly is saying no to like Beasley, D'Lo, Jaden McDaniels, and a pick, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. no, I mean, like that's like you're not giving up Edwards, obviously, and you're not giving up Towns, so it's like that's the deal, right? It's going to be yeah. like Russell, and then and then like you might have to throw in like two or three first round picks. Um, again, I think Philadelphia is really holding out for like Bradley Beal or. Uh, you know, like Lillard. Damian Lillard or yeah. like some sort of move like that where like a star is just like, nope, I want out. Um, and then, you know, that happens. So. I mean, the, the what you hope is if you're a Wolves fan is that Lillard or Beal gets like super like wants out. And then either Portland or Washington is like, well, we'd rather have, you know, Jade McDaniels, D'Lo, Beasley, and a, a couple and a bunch of picks then those go to Portland or Washington Beal or Lillard goes to Philly and Simmons comes here. Yeah. Like, it, like that's probably that's the most likely scenario. I agree. But in that, in that scenario, wouldn't you rather just have either Beal or Lillard? Well, yeah. I mean, if you're like, Maybe. Are, are, are you saying if you're the team? No, if you're the Timberwolves. I don't. Well, yeah. I mean, of course you'd rather have Beal or Lillard. But so, but... so how does that tra- how does that trade math work? Like the, what I just said is what I've been seeing, but it's like if you're but the one, I think it's up... mostly because like Beal is not like Simmons. I, th- I think you have to think about it as like Simmons is like the disgruntled star, right? And they they don't like him. Like they're gonna just send him wherever they want, right? Like it doesn't yep. matter where. Yeah. Or like, I think like Beal or Lillard, there's like this pressure on the organization to bring like trade them somewhere where they can win. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah that's true so and also yeah. like they this philly in that scenario could send out assets with simmons yeah that's true or they, they'd probably have to yeah. because simmons is not going straight up for lillard or beal one guy to think about and i just thought about this um when i was looking at the trade like obviously kevin loves still on the Cavs. we talked about it last week in mm-hmm. our podcast um a weird buyout candidate like maybe the 76ers I don't know. Is it a buyout Simmons? No, if they buy, I'm saying I'm Kevin Love. 
Oh, 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 gosh. If the, if the Cavs, did I say Ben Simmons? No, you you said Kevin Love, but then I, I just got confused. We're good. Yeah, like interesting. So you so, mean like sign a signing candidate for buyout guys? Yep, like if, Cleveland, if yeah. Cleveland were to buy him out, because I was thinking like he's probably going to get bought out. I can't imagine like he'll just like sit there and wilter in Cleveland. And then obviously he's not going to go somewhere and like be a starter. Um, right. So interesting. And um, I mean, not everybody can go to Brooklyn. Oh my God. I saw a very funny graphic today of like the Lakers starting 10 or whatever. And it was like, look at this depth. It was NBA on ESPN guys. A lot of names. It was 2011. In, in right? That's not, that's not a lot of depth. That's all. That's not enough depth. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Let's get to um, Bleacher Report. They uh, gave each team oh, in the yeah. NBA, like I think uh, Greg Schwartz gave out grades. The Timberwolves got a C minus. Um, Checks out. Which I think is probably about right. Here's what he said. The Wolves were active on the trade market, dealing Ricky Rubio to the Cleveland Cavaliers for Torian Prince and a 2020 two second round pick before swapping Culver and Hernan Gomez for Beverly Prince shot the ball well between Brooklyn and the Cavs um, before ankle surgery ended his season. He has size to play either forward position in a likely battle. Jade McDaniels for the starting power forward spot. Beverly slides into Rubio's old role as a team's backup point guard, even though he's not nearly the playmaker Rubio is after trading up to number six in the 2019 draft to draft Culver swapping him for a 33 year old guard who's no longer an elite defender is a disappointing end to his Wolves career. Yeah. Which I think less disappointing for Culver and more disappointing for the Wolves because sure. Wolves Culver didn't trade up to take himself. The Wolves traded up to <laughs> right. take him. Um totally. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Um a C minus seems now again if they make another move to get like a star or or if they can find them like finagle themselves into the uh the Simmons trade. And even right. if they don't get Simmons and they get yeah. like a package of other random players that nobody and wanted you like, or like put Beasley or D'Lo in to facilitate that deal. Yeah. And then you end up getting like a bunch of first round picks and whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's interesting. Um, I don't know. Yeah. C minus maybe feels a little low just because I do. It's like, it's really tough because like you, you want to resist the temptation to retroactively grade the Culver trade twice. Yeah. You know, or the, so it's, or the Culver pick slash trade. So it's kind of like, yeah, that isn't as bad if they didn't take Culver early and trade up to get him but like we've already talked about that like so it's kind of hard to look at it look at it actually in a vacuum but that, i don't know yeah not great if you like probably put like the going away and the coming on two sides of the same trade and are like this is what then you're probably like the wolves are not yeah where it's like they give like out rubio hernan gomez culver in prince a 2022 second round pick and beverly who's expiring Who's expiring? Which, depending on who you ask, is either good or a bad thing. Well, I mean, <laughs> should be good, but like when you're a, like, that's what they talked about with uh, Cleveland, where um, I was reading an article today and they were talking about marketing where they got him for a good deal. And also, like, Cleveland's not a space, like a spot where they're, like, they're going to be able to get a guy, like, even a guy like marketing who's like not an all star, right? Like, Cleveland's not exactly a free agency destination. Right. So the fact that like you're able to get marketing for that deal is significant yeah. um so like similar to the wolves like i think those are the type of guys that you have to like kind of try to get in free agency and then uh you you know you build the rest of your team through draft yep. picks and in the trade so totally all right julian that's all we got um Good your beans stuff. are your beans are boiling um yep. 
but yeah, main takeaways, marketing to the Cavs. Um, that's all, you know, that's, that's all we really got. And Simmons is not on the Wolves yet. Yeah. Later this week, we'll try to talk about, um, unless something happens, happens, uh, with Wolves news, which I hope there is, but, uh, we'll, t- we'll talk about like other teams in the league in their off seasons. And, uh, we'll try to get a guest on here. I, I thought Zach was good last week on yeah. kind of bringing us into like Cleveland and where they're at as a franchise. So, um, all right, Julian, you rock, uh, good stuff. everyone else. Thank you so much. And we will talk to you next time.